Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week seven in the NFL. This is halfway through the fantasy regular season right now, which is crazy how that's come up already but a lot of teams um maybe you're doing well maybe you're not maybe you're in the playoff run jeff is not very much but hey you never know you never know i'm not gonna say that's a sure thing you never know jeff you're only gonna be like two games out playoffs think about it yeah i'm gonna win this week it looks like you're right in it if something doesn't happen yeah i mean i'm probably not in our main league it's not (laughs) looking good for me if i'm being if i'm being quite honest but we'll see you know yeah we'll see but all right we're talking about week seven here let's start it off First game we got Washington versus the Packers. It's a being a relatively easy win for the Packers, I guess. I mean, th- there could have been um, it was 24-10. Washington got a touchdown taken away when Taylor Heineke. Oh, man, I hate this rule that if the quarterback dives, it automatically it, it gives himself up. Um, does It's not even a slide anymore. If you dive. You're, you're considered giving yourself up. It's so stupid. I hate that rule. Heineke had an actual touchdown that was thrown, pulled, <laughs> taken away because he gave himself up when any other player on the field would have had a touchdown on that. I don't understand that rule. They need it's to a, change that. It's, it's stupid. a dumb rule. It's but, a dumb rule because yeah. they, they put in place in a way where a QB can give himself up. And that was the slide, right? Yeah. If you're going to make, try to make a play, let the player try yeah. to make a play. It is ridiculous. Yeah. So because of that, I mean, this game could have been closer, but Heineke loses a touchdown there. He had 10 carries for 95 yards. Taylor Heineke did in this one. He could have had a really big day fantasy-wise. He ended up with one touchdown, 268, but 95 on the ground. Um, Didn't really th- see that coming, but it was solid. Could have been better. Um, for it was capable of Washington. I say like, Antonio Gibson. He's just he's gonna struggle. I think all year. He's he's has that that shin injury, and it's just it's gonna linger. It looks like fourteen carries, fifty one yards, and it pretty much non existent in the receiving game. Two catches, five yards. So he just he's gonna struggle. Terry McLaurin seven for one twenty two in a touchdown. This is the McLaurin you get sometimes, and then the last two weeks of the McLaurin you get sometimes. Right? I guess that's kind of yeah. what you're what you're getting there. But yep, this was the the good McLaurin. Yep. And you you praise him every time he looks like this. But you know, he he's doing what he can on that team. And and Washington, even though they looked a little bit better, two and five now, and yeah. they were going against a, a much better team. So it's good to see him be able to produce still 12 targets, seven catches. Yep. He's uh, he's still a very heavily involved. Yeah, Ricky Seals Jones, six for 51. A lot of people are playing <laughs> Ricky Seals Jones, but not much today. But hey, that's what you get at tight end. For the Packers, Rodgers, real solid game, 27 to 35, 274, three touchdowns. They went to Adams, Tanyan, and Alan Lazard all over the place. Um, to everybody there, Adams, six for 76. It wasn't his normal dominant self in this one. He didn't have to be, I guess. Seven targets. They threw the ball around to a lot of guys. Aaron Jones, though, nothing there. Six carries, 19 yards, no catches, or the five catches, 20 yards, I mean, but not the yardage just wasn't wasn't big there at all. So 39 total yards in this one for Aaron Jones. But it wasn't because AJ Dillon did anything. They only had three carries. They just didn't run the ball much, which is it's almost strange when you're up when you win a 24-10 game. You feel like that's a that's a run heavy game, but it just wasn't. And it they only had 35 passes, just not a lot of plays necessarily. Yeah, uh, it just didn't work out that time. One of those, I, I, yeah. It's one that I don't want to read into too yeah. much. That that happens to players one of those. for a while. Yeah. Yep. Next up, let's go Titans-Chiefs. Titans win 27-3. Wow. 
Chiefs fall the three and four. Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah, this is that crazy. Was, that so was just, really impressive win. And maybe it tells us more about KC. Maybe, I mean, man. I realize they're three and four. I realize that this is the fourth time we probably should have seen this and been like, oh, wow, they're not perfect, right? They, they can be beaten. But the dominant way that Tennessee went about in doing this, I was blown away. First of all, I mean, yeah. obviously we knew that Derrick Henry can run the ball. But finally, to see the passing offense finally come together a little bit, A.J. Brown finally looked like himself. And then, you know, I don't know. I'm not – I can't tell you what happened with Casey's offense. And I realize Mahomes got hurt in this game. It was late, but they yeah. had they had plenty of time to do something. And this was the first time that uh, – I believe the stat was – I can't remember the last time. But f- for sure, as Mahomes as a QB, this was the first time in a game that they haven't scored a touchdown. Right. kind of just that kind of sums up what they're doing this year. They're not a bad team by any stretch of the imagination, but it feels like they I don't know. What do you think this is? Super Bowl hangover? Well, everyone telling them they're the best. What, what is going on here? I don't know. It feels like there's there's a few factors. Um, teams are playing them a little different. Every time I watch, it seems like teams are what I've been hearing is they're what they're they're sitting back, making the Chiefs just dink and dunk. And with you know, instead of doing their more high power type offense, which they which Mahomes loves, it's more of a dink and dunk type thing. And it's almost like they're just trying to make them get impatient. And I don't know if that's necessarily working, but the offensive line also isn't great. Mahomes doesn't have a clean pocket all the time, doesn't have a lot of time to throw. So he's rushing and he's trying to do these things that he's gotten away with over the years, and it's not quite working right now. And well, then the defense sucks, but that's different. But <laughs> the defense is terrible. But like, well, I actually saw a stat earlier today that I don't know, don't know the exact, I don't have the exact numbers to throw out here, but it's something about like maybe like the percent percentage of balls he's thrown this year to that could have been intercepted are actually less than last year. He's just been luckier before. So um, it's just like he's been so lucky. Mahomes has tried so, done so many crazy throws before and just he gets lucky. This year it's not happening. You know, in little things, like you start to wonder, like you can't just plug in receivers all the time and hope it works. Like even losing somebody just like Sammy Watkins, as much as Sammy Watkins isn't great, but there's another guy out there could have helped. You know, they didn't add anybody else. They're trying to go with Josh Gordon, but they didn't add another guy there. The running game, like there's only so long you can get away with not having a running game too. Edwards Alaire was okay, at, but Daryl Williams isn't getting it done. They're not running it with him even. It's just a lot of factors. I mean, can you imagine this team with Kareem Hunt yet? Like that's just, I mean, well, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they would have used them the same way. Yeah. I, I, it's just, well, it, it's very true. If they had someone to lean on like that, kind of like a Derrick Henry, you know, your, your QB yeah. doesn't have to be perfect when you, you wouldn't every time you assume that he's getting the ball and you have to like run up to stop him. They yep. know they're dropping back to, and th- I think that's the thing. They, I'm just surprised with three losses already before this game and Tennessee is a good, a good team. Don't get me wrong, but I'm surprised they haven't, and maybe I'm being too rough on them. I, I just think it's surprising that they haven't addressed it yet. It makes me feel like they don't have the personnel to address it or they, they something is missing. And it might be the line. And you might be right on that. But it, it feels a little strange. And then we'll see what happens with Mahomes because when he got up, it looked yeah, he um, he did. He cleared concussion protocol. So he cleared it. Really? Yep, he's, right. He cleared it. So he's I, good I mean, to go. I, even that one, that was one of those plays where I appreciate him going the extra mile to try to make a throw. Yeah. But man, he, he got grabbed from behind and the, the guy wasn't trying to be a, a, a bad hitter at all. He swatted it out of his hands right. and his knee came through and hit him. 
but I, I thought for sure he was concussed because right. he, he got a strange. <laughs> yeah, it did. It was strange, but yep. Mahomes on the day, 206 yards, a pick. He led the team in rushing with 35 yards. Darrell Williams, five for 20. Uh, Pringle had the most yards with 73 off five catches. Kelsey had the most catches, seven for 65. Hill was six for 49. Like just Titans, we talked about a little bit. Tannehill, 270 yards, a touchdown, a pick. Derrick Henry, 29 carries, only 86 yards this time around, 16 yards through the air. So not, not a big, no, no touchdowns today for Derrick Henry, but still over 100 total yards. A.J. Brown looks good, 8 for 133 and a touchdown. Now he's back from the injuries, playing real well. And Julio wasn't really involved too much, 2 for 38, 4 targets. So we'll see but if they, that yeah, yeah, they played him, which is a good well, sign. And they didn't have I to like do much in this. Forward. They didn't have to do much in the second half. Tannehill, like in fantasy, had like 21 points. They were all basically in the first half. Like he, they didn't yeah. have to do anything later on. Yeah, they came out. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah I mean, they did. They scored all their points in the yeah. first half. Wow. Just, they just didn't, didn't have to do anything in the second half. So Yeah, that's, that's pretty incredible. incredible. All right. Falcons, Dolphins. Falcons win 30-28. to 28. Matt Ryan throws for 336 yards, two touchdowns. Kyle Pitts is looking great now. <laughs> it didn't take two. I mean, tight end sometimes have a little bit of a learning curve. He did. He had a, a couple game learning curve, and now he's just <laughs> – as good as advertised, right? Seven for 163 in this one. What a huge game. Yeah, he's just ridiculous. Cordero Patterson, 14 carries, 60 yards and touchdown. He only had two catches for a yard. It's like he's a running back now, like an actual running back. <laughs> like Mike Davis, four carries, 10 yards. Just Mike Davis isn't the guy, that's for sure. And they know it. I knew it all along. <laughs> just not Cordero. Dang it. I didn't pick the right one, but no. Cordero, still not, not a big game for him with 61 total yards, but he gets a touchdown, right? And that's yeah. what you're hoping. If you have Cordero Patterson, you got him off waivers. So anything, anything's great. Uh, Calvin Ridley, only four for 26, but he did get himself a touchdown. And, so. and that that's a, a strange one. Kyle Pitts is running all over the field. He's doing really great. The, the thing that makes me feel good about Ridley, besides the touchdown, because we all know, with wide receivers, at least, that can be fluky. Uh, they gave him 10 targets. He just only caught four of them. So I do yep. appreciate that True. they're trying yep. to get him the ball. I think that's yep. a, a huge thing to note as you're trying to figure out what to do with Ridley. Then uh, for the Dolphins, Tua throws for 291 yards, four touchdowns, two picks. So if you use him as a streamer, like we told you on the waiver wire show, if you're streaming, it was a solid streaming option, even with the two picks. And 29 yards on the ground. So four touchdowns was good there. Miles Gaskin led the way, 15 carries, 67 yards. He caught himself uh, four catches for 10 and a touchdown. That's the Miles Gaskin experience, right? You just, you just never know what you're going to yeah. get with him. Don't, can't trust that guy. It's really hard to play him. But I mean, 77 yards a touchdown. So he did well this time for you. Mike Gusecki, he's, he's becoming one of the better tight ends in the league right now. So seven for 85 and a touchdown. And too bad I don't have any waiver wire money left in our league, Jeff, because someone dropped him the other night for some Ooh. reason. Yeah, there you go. Pick him up, Jeff. You're not a t- you're not a playoff contender. I need you to get him. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick him up. I have no money left. I bet I can't make any moves. But Gasecki just keeps playing well. Jalen Waddle seven for eighty three as well there for Miami. Let's see what do we got up next. Jets Patriots. How about this one? Patriots fifty four. <laughs> Jets 13. So you know the funny thing is I'm, I'm going to go back to the Titans for a second, actually about talking about this game. So a couple weeks ago, Titans lost to the Jets, which is ridiculous. Since the Titans lost to the Jets, they went and beat the Bills and the Chiefs, and then the Jets lose by 41 points. Like, what is the NFL, man? I don't get it. How did the Jets beat the Titans? It makes 
just no sense at all. Patriots, 54 points in this one. Mac Jones, 370 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Solid game for Mac Jones. Kendrick Bourne threw a touchdown. That was a nice little (laughs) trick play. Damian Harris looks pretty good. 14 carries, 106 yards, two touchdowns. Since this game was so out of hand, it didn't have to just go to Harris. J.J. Taylor gets himself nine carries, 21 yards, and two touchdowns as well. I would have liked one more of those to go to Damian Harris, but that's just me. Um, Brandon Bolden caught six balls for 79 yards and a touchdown. So that was interesting. He's playing like that James White role there completely and getting all the receiving out of the backfield. Nelson Aguilar caught a touchdown from Kendrick Bourne. And went two for 51. And then the other receiving touchdown with the Hunter Henry, who doesn't like, he doesn't do a lot. It just seems like in these games, but he he's a red zone target. He's catching touchdowns. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, he's been very playable because of his red zone work. Um, yeah, this was, th- they just threw the ball to everybody in this one. They, they just, it was just a dominant game. I guess the biggest fantasy thing coming out is still just Damian Harris is a really good play. He's, he's playing well. And if you picked him up, you're, you know, it's probably a running back three. You're feeling really good about that right now. So the Jets side of things, um, Zach Wilson got knocked out of this one with a knee injury. It doesn't seem like it's not like an ACL, but heard maybe a PCL. We'll see what that means for time out, but it, it does not really make a difference. Michael Carter is still the lead back there, but being the lead back with the Jets just doesn't mean a lot, does it? But he did catch it PPR-wise. This is the thing where Michael Carter becomes all of a sudden – like this week was great. So he did have, you know, solid hundred over a hundred total yards, right? Which was really good, but he also had eight receptions. So he's valuable for sure, especially in PPR. It's just still, do you, how much of this offense do you want here? Yeah. I mean, Michael Carter's I, about I, it. Corey Davis, four for 47, a touchdown. Yeah. And who knows what it's going to be like moving forward either. How, how long yep. Zach Wilson, not like they were doing very well with him there, but you know, Mike White, I don't know. He he showed a little more than I thought he was going to today, like when he had to come in cold turkey. But yeah, I don't. Uh, it's yeah. not someone I want to play. It is a a, a desperation play. It is a bye week fill in, and then like for depth or man, maybe I can trade him to someone else that's desperate. Just because right. it's less about him, it's more about the Jets. So yeah, but yeah, and then Corey Davis also got a touchdown, so he was playable for for another week. That's but a, even with that a, one, that. It's going in the wrong direction. It's a bad team that I don't understand how they beat the Titans. It's just kind of crazy. Giants beat the Panthers 25 to three. I was going to say, speaking of teams that fooled us. Uh, yeah. The Panthers, man, we thought there were something early on and they scored three, three points in this three one. And oh, now they're three and four, man. Well, start with the Panthers side of things. Actually, I'll just Sam Darnold, man. He fooled us big time. This guy is Sam Darnold again. He's garbage. Sorry, 111 <laughs> yards, no touchdowns, a pick. He didn't didn't get any yards in the ground. He got pulled in this one for PJ Walker of XFL fame or AA, yeah. whatever. Maybe it wasn't even XFL. I mean, was it the eight? One of those leagues. I mean, that, the- that that is a brutal way to go too, because I believe he got pulled when it was like three to yeah. maybe it was three to 17, three to 14. Yeah, I forget, but it was ugly. like it was in reach. And yeah, they were kind of like, you just don't have it today. Nope, you didn't. That's a bad sign. And all around the team was just poor because of it. Chuba Hubbard, 12 for 28. He did catch four for 28, so 56 total yards. DJ Moore, six for 73. Robbie Anderson continues his terrible season with three for 14. Just all around terrible day for the Panthers. For the Giants, Daniel Jones, 203 yards and a touchdown. So not a lot there, really. Devontae Booker, 14 for 51 and a touchdown. Not much. <laughs> Sterling Shepard was out of this one. Kadarius Tony was out of this one. 
So it's Darius Slayton leading the way with five for 63, Evan Ingram, six for 44. And we got Dante Pettis five for 39, a touchdown. Good to hear that name again. There you go. Just, uh, that's, I'm happy. I didn't watch any of that game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to watch like two seconds. I saw a little bit of it. <laughs> and then I was like, why isn't, why is it? <laughs> Maybe if it, if it, if it showed up on red zone, I might've seen it once or twice, but that was terrible. Oh, right. <laughs> All right. Bengals, Ravens, Bengals win 41, 17 Bengals are actually good. Look at this. Joe Burrow, 416 yards, three touchdowns. And he's becoming he's becoming a pretty good quarterback right here. And it's because I think a lot of it is he has a he has a receiver to throw the ball to. I mean, he has a couple of good ones, but be after yeah, this. I mean, but Jamar Chase. Yeah. So I I have good. to, I have to, this is like officially like I have to absolutely eat my words because yeah. I was like, my whole thing was I don't think they did enough on the line and they're gonna get this. Who cares, right? <laughs> and yeah, and I was like, Jamar Chase, even though I think he's gonna be good. Is he the correct call? Well, yeah. when you're this good as a rookie, then absolutely you are. So, I mean, the guy was unbelievable. Eight catches for 201 yards and a touchdown off of 10 targets. Um, between him, Higgins, Boyd, and uh, occasionally Uzama at tight end, right. which just throws in these huge games every once in a while. Today, he had another really nice game with three receptions for 91 yards and two touchdowns. So, it, you know, kind of... They use him in the red zone, and every, every once in a while he opens up for a big play and uh, when they're kind of at midfield or whatever. But they are just – and Joe Mixon, to just finish it out, 12 carries, 59 yards, and a touchdown. And P. Ryan also had 11 carries for 52 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> their, their whole offense was worthwhile. Like, they just went off on the Ravens, who is also – I mean, they're 5-2. and two. Like, they yeah. are a good team as they're well. They're a good team. And Cincinnati made them look bad. I mean, th- this was yeah. very, very impressive for a Cincinnati team that – I wasn't completely buying into it. I was kind of like, yeah, they've gotten some big plays and I like Burrow. I like Chase. I like Higgins. I like, you know, I like a lot of their players, but you know, do they really have a legit D do they have an offensive line that can hold up? We don't really know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's looking pretty clear right now that they're a, a young team that is going to keep getting better. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. Joe Burrow is impressing me. I'm really think he's starting to come around. Um, I mean, he, he was injured last year. So he didn't get a full season. Yeah. He's really, starting say, to, he looked, he looked good. And he, did. he, he looked solid. And then he gets hurt. Sure. He didn't know what he's going to do. And then he's really starting to come on right now. So also the oh, T Higgins, he's talking about, he had 15 targets. T Higgins did in this one, which yeah, was caught seven for 62. What a few targets. There. And also, I don't know if Jamar, Jamar Chase, can he keep this up? Because right now he's going out it's of big plays, man. It's a lot uh, of big that, plays. I, I'll be honest. The first big play, because I was playing him. And I was, I just watched three Ravens players miss a tackle on him. Yeah. And it was, it wasn't even anything like too crazy. And then he just, you know, gasses it and goes all the way to the end zone. And I was kind of like, you know, I, at some point I feel like this has to slow down and then that play happens. And probably next week, something else will happen. Like, I just feels like this guy can, that those kind of things are going to happen when you're a player of this caliber. I don't right. know. Am I crazy to think that this could continue? I think it could. I mean, it, I really do. I mean, Early AJ Brown was all big plays, wasn't it? You know, I mean, it kind of still is, but <laughs> it, it still is. But like, they, there's players like that that have been able to do that, and it just they, they sustain it. It just it's just that's what they are. You know, it's just yeah. they're that good. So um, Raven side here, Lamar Jackson, fifteen to thirty-one, two fifty-seven, a touchdown, twelve carries, eighty-eight yards for Lamar. So he got got you a good fantasy day there because that that rushing as well. The other net though, the ground, like they're definitely these. They're, there's they're good. There's five and two, but they're missing a real run game because Devontae Freeman, Tyson Williams, Le'Veon Bell are just not doing it. Man, Le'Veon Bell, can't believe that guy held out and became what he became after that. 
Um, well, he did get, a, yeah, well, he got, he got a big contract. He got paid yeah. by the Jets. So yeah, but yeah, it's, but yeah, um, that's, that's man. It would be. Yeah. <laughs> um, Marquise Brown, five for 80, a touchdown Rashad Bateman, you know, three for 80 and off six targets. I, this is a, to me, this is a very good first two games for a, for a receiver, like a non Jamar chase receiver, you know, for a know he's starting to get my, you know, my hype up a little bit. Yeah. Like, he's, okay. This could be something. Cause they desperately, they do need, I shouldn't say desperately at a five and two team, but they do need more playmakers. And right oh. now he's looking to fit the bill. Yep. He had six targets in both of the first two games last week. It was only like 29 yards, but you like seeing the six targets. And then this one is the yardage. So you're, I'm, I'm, you know, definitely looking at this, looking at Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews, three for 48, just a, not a good game for the Ravens. How about Raiders Eagles? Raiders win 33, 22. They're five and two. Raiders are five and two. Wow. I don't know what is going on. Yeah. I don't like get a year ago or two years ago, however far back you want to push, if you tell me that the Vegas or yeah, lot first of all, Las Vegas Raiders, we're gonna be five and two in Cincinnati, we'll be five and two. And yeah, I would have been like, no, no, they're not going to be. They can't rebuild no. that quickly. Yeah, no, <laughs> I guess they're done. Derek Carr, 31 for 34 in this game, 323 yards, two touchdowns. He threw a pick. Josh Jacobs left this one with an injury. He did, he did score a touchdown. So if you played him, like you still at least got that touchdown early before he left with 29 yards and 39 yards through the air. So he had a good day for you for the most part. Could have been better. Kenyon Drake is 14 to 69 and a touchdown in his absence. Foster Moreau, six for 60 and touchdown with Darren Waller out. Hunter Renfro, seven for 58. Renfro just is like a, just a solid like PPR option. When yeah, you get yeah, you know that kind of in PPR, just a, like a safer option there. Brian Edwards three for forty three and a touchdown for the Raiders on the Eagles side. Hurts two hundred thirty six yards, two touchdowns, sixty one on the ground. So again, he still continues to just have good fantasy outputs despite his team not playing well. And he he was only eighteen of thirty four. So just that's that's a nice cheat code there with that running. Sanders got hurt in this one, six for thirty. Boston Scott, seven for 24 and a touchdown. Gainwell, five for 20. be interesting to see what happens if Sanders is out. What, how, how bad did it look? All I saw, because I have him on my team, but I couldn't watch this game, and I saw that he got carted off, and immediately I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, yeah, I haven't heard like, an update yet. I'm trying to see if I got um, – like, Did it look like no, a season-ending injury? No, I don't know if it's that. I just I not, haven't not heard an update, so I'm not okay. not positive right now. It's never a good be. sign when they, when they say he was <laughs> carted off, and a nope. lower leg injury is kind of like yeah. – yeah, we'll see here. We'll see what happens with the with this backfield. Well, Gainwell always said it was five for twenty. Also, was four for forty-one through the air, receiving with a touchdown. Jalen Rager caught a touchdown. Dallas Goddard was three for seventy. Devontae Smith five for sixty-one. All right, Lions Rams Rams win 28-19, as expected. But you know what? This Lions team fights, man. They're, they they stay in these. This is my favorite zero and seven team I've ever been a fan of. I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't have any issue with it. No. I mean. You know, Onside kick, even, two fake punts. Compared, just, compared to the other teams that are really struggling, yeah. I have a harder time, and believe me, I would. I know that we we talk about Detroit because we, we're from Michigan, but I have I would land base them if they were embarrassing or if they're really bad. They're just not that explosive, but they stay in it. They're not a rollover team. Like No team well, is going to really look at them and be like, okay, good, we get a win. It's going to be like, oh, great, now we have to grind it out. Like This is – and I, I kind of appreciate that, and you – you see it too in some of their their players. I you know DeAndre Swift had a really good game, and he is a, a weapon. And and when they keep adding to that, it you know this team could be 
a, you know, they're in the very beginning of rebuilding. But like I said, like DeAndre Swift, just to say, I mean, eight catches for 96 yards and a touchdown. And on top of that, 13 carries for 48 yards. Look, that is a legit threat. And he is obviously a very valuable asset right now in fantasy, which is even more so. Uh, the other guy that I want to bring up, Khalif Raymond. Yeah. He's been one of those, uh, along with St. Brown, that has been slowly coming up as far as how many targets they got and how many how much yardage they would receive. Um, and it I was St. Brown out of this game entirely. That's a good question. Uh, I actually don't know that, to be quite honest. I'm pretty certain he actually played. <laughs> okay, that is a weird one because I didn't see any play with him in it. No, but, I don't um, think he had a single target. But Cleef Raymond did, and he had a yeah. really good game. Six catches for 115 yards. So you're almost starting to wonder, is that shifting that way? Because he's making the most of his time out there. And that's well, the biggest one when you're watching these young guys play right now on yeah, teams so- that second half of the year, you could possibly use them. Raymond is interesting. So he started the year with four targets and then two targets those first two games. Then he gets 10 targets, six targets against Minnesota. only had two, but then the last two weeks, seven and eight, it's a lot of targets. So he's had six catches now on three game in three games. Um, in one of the game, another game, he had two touchdowns, man. He's an interesting deeper option, you know, right now. And like, especially yeah. with bye week, he's it's definitely still a deeper option, but he's one of those that if you're really hurting, you just need anybody. This is not the worst play in the world. for. I, I actually, on, on one of our deeper leagues, I actually grabbed him because, first of all, I don't know if anyone else got completely burned by all the buys. It's hilarious how they stacked up. I had yeah. one team where my entire bench was on buy. There's just, just so many good fantasy to, players. I fig- yeah, week. I had to figure out who to throw off. So I had to grab someone, and it was very shallow. So I grabbed Raymond, yep. and it just so happened to be working out for me. But I, I do think he is someone that you can continue to look at, at least through the bye weeks, to see if you're in a, if you're in a really tough spot. I yep. don't see there's a lot of touchdown upside, but if especially if you're in PPR or something, this is a guy that's kind of interesting on the you know on the edge. Yep. For the Rams, Stafford, 334 yards, three touchdowns. Two of those went to Cooper Cup, who was 10 for 156. Man, this guy is if you got Cooper Cup, there's no way you don't have a great record right now. I feel yeah. like in fantasy. Um, Daryl Henderson was 15 carries for 45 yards in the ground there. Robert Woods, six for 70. Van Jefferson caught a touchdown for 43. And Tyler Higby was five for 46. It's a good offense, but hey, they should have beat the Lions by more. You know, man, <laughs> Campbell should have, but man, maybe, Campbell, maybe Dan Campbell was kind of like, <laughs> let's, t- let's take the foot off. Hey, the that's the Dan Campbell coaching right there, man. <laughs> I like that guy. So, all right. How about Cardinals, Texans? Cardinals win 31 to five. This is about as expected in a game with the only undefeated team in the league versus one of the worst. You know what? Texans are worse than Lions. I don't care. I'm going to say it. Yeah, Even though they I have would, a one win. I would they're, say they're they worse. are and the Jets are worse, to be quite <laughs> right. honest. There we go. But I want to keep losing. I want to, I want to have a draft pick. Kyler Murray, 261 yards, three touchdowns. Chase Edmonds, 15 carries for 81. James Conner, 10 for 64, gives himself that touchdown he likes to do. And through the air, Zach Ertz gets a touchdown in his first day with Arizona, three for 66. A.J. Green, three for 66. DeAndre Hopkins is not putting up big numbers anymore, but he gets a touchdown, seven for 53. He's, he's scoring a lot of touchdowns. Yes, he's this getting year. those touchdowns, though. And we actually did have a question, and this is not a this is a, a question that a lot of people have been having. We talked about it a little bit, but after seeing more and more weeks, one of our users and I can, uh, our listeners, and I can bring it up here, but basically he was saying that he has the Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins stack. And a lot of people have been talking about, should you get rid of Hopkins? How, how do you look at that? Especially with the stack. I know it's always nice to have, especially on really good teams going down the stretch. 
How do you look at that? Does that change it at all if you have Kyler Murray? It actually does a little bit. It would make me more inclined to keep him. It, it does. And I mean, he's getting touchdowns. He's had what? Seven on the year already, I believe. I, I believe so. I think he's had like, I think all but one game, maybe. He, so I if mean, he's getting aver- averaging out. So I'm looking at it like if he's getting these touchdowns, if it ever comes around where he starts getting more volume like he has in the past, I mean, or more yardage, it's going to be a really good, good stretch for him. Now, you know, I'm I'm actually just on board with just keeping Hopkins or trading for him. Honestly, if you get him for cheap because people are like, hey, he's not doing as much. You probably can't, though, just because of those touchdowns. Those touchdowns are going to keep his value up. But yeah, no, I, I thought you have Kyler Murray, especially keep keep Hopkins around. I'm good with keeping Hopkins there. Uh, for the Texans, I mean, there's really just isn't anything here. Um, Davis Mills, 135 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. David Johnson, seven carries, 25 yards. Nico Collins had the most yardage with 28. David Johnson and Brandon Cooks both had five catches. Brandon Cooks, yeah. five for 21. Ugly, ugly, yeah, ugly, Brandon ugly. Cooks, I mean, uh, man, if you, uh, I, you know, I wish I would have told people to sell earlier on him. Just And it has nothing to do with him once again. It's just this team will not be able to produce and and he'll bounce back a little bit, but if he does have another big game or, or anything, I'd be looking to get rid of him because this is what's going to happen when they play anyone that is, you know, yeah. a decent I mean, team. I yep. mean, it, it gets ugly really, really quick. It does. All right. Final game we have here, Bucks bears, Tampa wins 38 to three. Just keep, they keep rolling along Tom Brady, 211 yards, four touchdowns. He threw one to Godwin and three to Evans. Godwin was eight for 111. Evans was six for 76. Yeah, and this is one of Evans' giant games, 76, only 76, but for three touchdowns. And Antonio Brown did not play today. Yep. And then Leonard Fournette, 15 carries, 81 yards and a touchdown. Jones gets 10 for 63, but they were winning by that so much that he got more work because of it. Bucks are good. They keep rolling. Tom Brady's just, I will never see a Tom Brady again. It just, it, it is unreal to me. It is still, it, it, I don't even know what to say. It's 44 years old and the guy's playing like this. It's just, it's just crazy. It's, he made a great career decision going to Tampa. <laughs> He's yeah, no a, kidding. Smart, a smart man. Can you imagine if he wins, like if he really did win another title this year? Man, just unreal. I, I mean, I bet he would keep playing, but at that point, you'd have to like even the people that absolutely hate him have to be like, "Yeah, he's the the best that's ever is, like done it." Is. Like, yeah, it's, even, it's every, crazy. even everyone in Indianapolis would be like, "Yeah, I guess he's a little bit better." <laughs> Justin Fields for the Bears was twenty-two of thirty-two for one eighty-four and three picks. So the Michigan quarterback gets the best of the Ohio State quarterback um, very easily in this one. This is actually the first Ohio State quarterback uh, Tom Brady's ever faced in the NFL. Which is crazy, no crazy stat to think after that many years. Just shows you Ohio State quarterbacks, I guess, suck. Well, I'm sure that he played against one of them that was like a a wide receiver somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at that point, yeah, they probably did that for sure. But either Pryor or what's his name, Braxton Miller, or one of those. Yeah, guys. yeah, Miller, yeah, Miller and Texans, yeah. Uh, Khalil Herbert, 18 carries, 100 yards. And so Damian Williams was active. But it's Khalil Herbert, 18 carries, 100 yards, and five yeah. for 33. Yeah, that is a uh, a big one. He's definitely yep. taken that, and they can run the ball. And we saw it when yeah. they had Montgomery. Khalil Herbert is making the most of his time too, and right now they cannot pass the ball at yep. all. So they're going to have to run it, nope. and he's looking really, really good. 
So no, they they cannot pass the ball. Um, Allen Robinson two catches for sixteen yards. I mean, this guy is legitimately just droppable at this point. He is just he is just a it's it's crazy to say, but it he is. is just a hole on your bench. He's just a, a spot on your bench that you can't use. He's on your or bench. Legit, try to trade him for anything. It feels so bad. I know you can't get anything for him, but try to trade so him for a, like a defense. Uh, I don't like you know maybe a good kicker. <laughs> you know, maybe you get a good kicker out of this deal. I don't know what to do with him. It's crazy. It's Cole Komet yeah. at five for 43. Daryl uh, Darnell Mooney, two for 39. Um, yeah. 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 There we go. All right. That's it. One more game is still going on right now. It's 49ers Colts. Colts are currently up 19 to 12. This thing is like a downpour. And um, Elijah Mitchell's back. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about this one another time. But Elijah Mitchell, 17 carries, 103 yards and touchdowns so far. So it's good to see. And there's still one more quarter left to play. Yeah. So. And what I like to see too is early on, he got. All of that. He got yeah. all of the work and he did a lot of damage in the first quarter, actually, yeah. before Tra- all of it was downpouring. So Trey Sermon you know, just I, doesn't play. Yeah. And I know that he got hurt right away. And it was one of those because we talked about it at length, especially Craig was very high on using a high draft waiver priority or a lot of waiver cash on him. Yep. And and nothing else has really come about. Obviously, Khalil Herbert, someone that would be filling in, but if he can actually be that number one guy in the 49ers, even if you mix yep. in other people, this is what we were excited about. So it's it's nice to finally get a little bit of a glimpse of what he's capable of. Yep. And at the very least, you have to think that he's going to be in the three-man rotation that they always use. So yeah. right now they, they're not a, a, you know, a passing first offense. I know that you know they can get it done. Debo is pretty dynamic at times, but they need to run the ball. It's super exciting to see them be able to do that. But as we saw here, like it, it started off really well early and now they're, you know, they completely got stunted. So we'll see what they do against the Colts in the second well, half. The interesting thing is it, it, it's all Mitchell now too. Like hasty has three carries and sermon hasn't played. It's yeah. all Mitchell. We'll see what happens when Jeff Wilson actually comes back, how that changes things. You have to think Jeff Wilson will definitely get some action and probably some goal line work, but it'll be interesting to see, but it's good to see those, those of us who picked up Mitchell, have just been holding on hey we're getting we're getting <laughs> getting our money's worth now finally but all right that will do it for the week seven recap we'll be back with a waiver wire for you tomorrow talk to you guys then.